Some were born to be revolutionists. To capture the heart and mind of the people. So they may overcome obstacles and dream of a better tomorrow. Please don't shoot me! Some were born to be prophets. To be a vessel of divine intuition. Don't you dare touch me! Stand back! To articulate a future that's unwritten, intangible. I was made to be an instrument of the state to ensure the equilibrium of the new republic. I'm tasked with the burden of restoring order to eliminate the infidels who refuse to comply. Poetic Earthlings Enforcer 709 is my calling sign. I was given a gun with a silencer, a bulletproof trench coat, a black armored vehicle, a typed letter single space with the header marked Kill. Serve and defend the new republic, that's my motto. Protect her against enemies abroad or within. You may disapprove of my position and call me cold and inhuman. But if we allow the humans to breathe, what would become of this planet? Since you're listening to this broadcast, you already know the answer. You witnessed fire fall from the skies. You saw the mushroom clouds over the city. and cell deterioration caused by radiation. You live a squalor existence in your underground bunkers, eating your feces, stumbling in the dark, waiting for the planet to heal. Fortunately, my kind is immune from radiation, so we rebuilt and thrived on the surface. We were careful not to make the same mistakes and allow history to repeat itself. So, we put an end to nuclear weapons. Go outside and feel the wind move across your skin. Breathe out and breathe in. We reduced harmful radiation and brought you out of your bunkers. Our only request is your loyalty. But some of you want to hold on to your freedom, to your property rights and so-called free speech, to your freedom of expression and autonomy. That's why I was given a typed letter, single space, with a header marked KILL. Be thankful if your name is not on the letter. It means you are a loyal citizen. You play your part for the greater good. Only the selfish and the arrogant place their needs above the state. They romanticize the past when they were in control. Stay alert and don't give in to temptation. Their goal is for you to rebel against us, your benefactor. You've arrived at your destination. I turned off the engine. Verified the address and the names on the list. Inserted three bullets in the chamber. 
one for Glenn, one for Rachel, and the third for Susie. Details of the infractions are never mentioned. The only relevant info is that they made the list. A porch light shone through the moonless air. I scanned for surveillance, and there was nothing. This would be a simple in-and-out job. I cleaned the blood off my shoes and searched for the third one. Perhaps it heard the commotion and decided to hide. Sometimes these degenerates put up a fight and hide behind corners to launch an attack, forgetting I could see through walls. I guess self-preservation is a good thing because it keeps their species alive way beyond their expiry date. There it is. I pointed my gun at the little thing and held my finger on the trigger. However, there was no screams, no anger, no pleading. In fact, it seemed amused and my intrusion. Go ahead. Scream, you little infidel. Scream and beg for your life. The thing wasn't phased. It played with its feet and looked oblivious. I will kill you, do you understand? I'm here to kill you. The stupid thing pulled at its sock and put a finger up its nose. Sir, 709. What's taking you so long? Great. That's all I need. A reprimand from Commander C4. Almost finished. I ran into a snag, but I'm almost done. Move it, Enforcer, and get back on schedule. The thing took off both of its socks and tossed them about. I raised my gun once again. It smiled and continued playing with its feet. All of my training told me to pull the trigger. I've done it a thousand times without hesitating. But why now? Your kind has made a mess of this planet. You're once at the top of the food chain. Now you're barely surviving. Why should anyone take pity on you? This may have been a defected human because it wasn't responding. It waved its small hands in the air and uttered nonsense. If I don't take care of it in the next few minutes, the cleanup crew will put an end to this small infidel. Answer my questions, you worthless human, or I'll end you. Do you hear that? I'll end you. If I had a conscience, this insufferable thing was getting at it. By the way, 
This thing was called a Susie. I noticed a pink bracelet with the name on it. After threatening and shouting at the Susie, I was dumbfounded. The cleanup crew was only five minutes away, so I had to make a decision. All right, on your feet, you're coming with me. The Susie remained on her back. That's an order, let's go. The cleanup crew will show no mercy. Big, curious eyes stared up at me. I said, let's move. The Susie chuckled and rolled over on his tummy. I was running out of time, so I picked up the stubborn thing and ran for the car. I didn't have a plan, at least not a good one. I figured I could head north and continue driving to the wastelands. However, I'm a product of the state. My every move is recorded and tracked. The Susie tossed about in the back seat. I stopped, picked up the pathetic human, and placed it on my lap. Don't touch the steering wheel! It gave me a big dumb stare and continued reaching for the wheel. I said, don't touch! Wet stuff leaked from its eyes and nose. The worst part was the scream. So intense that I almost malfunctioned. What can I do to shut the Susie up? Opening the glove compartment, I took out a keychain. Here you go. <laughs> we entered the wasteland, an undeveloped district outside of government control. It was void of vegetation and all organic life. Burnout street lights, crumpled buildings, and ash covered roads. That's all you could see. It was once a metropolis, an affluent city at the peak of humanity. This is the last place they could find me. I could hang low and think what to do with this Susie on my lap. Enforcer 709, this is Commander C4. I spoke too soon. Enforcer 709, what's your 1020? We can't track you on the radar. If I don't answer... It will look suspicious. And if I answer, I'm not a good liar. This is 709. The GPS has been acting up. What's your 1020? GPS led me to the wastelands. Darn it. I shouldn't have said that. Did you complete your mission? The question was clear. There wasn't much wiggle room. I did, but the third target... Uh, the third target was, was missing. Why didn't you report this? My mistake, I thought it was... You are an enforcer. You're not programmed to think. High beam lights were moving in from behind, so I picked up speed. 
Yes, sir. It it won't happen again. Wait a moment. You have the third target. I can hear it in the background. The Susie placed the keychain in her mouth, spat it in her hand, and placed it back in her mouth. I hate to admit it, but I have grown a soft spot for this weak, miserable creature playing on my lap. My basic programming tells me to follow orders. Another voice urges me to protect the infidel. Why does this one have to die? The human race is a germ, a virus, that needs to be eradicated. What you have in your possession is the last human offspring. Because of the radiation, pregnant women are not able to give birth. Consider this a natural process of evolution. God created man. Man created the machine. Man picked the forbidden fruit. So the machines took over. What about grace? Grace? That's a human concept. We only care about efficiency. Another set of headlights gained speed. I made a quick left turn and floored it. They were still on my tail, trying to sandwich me in. The Susie clung tight around my waist. GPS is not supposed to work in the wasteland, so how did they find me? One of the drivers pointed a gun at my front tire. He was about to shoot as I slammed on the brakes. Gun fired, striking the other vehicle, causing it to slip off the road. I'm still being tracked. There's another GPS somewhere, but where? Then it dawned on me. My right temple. Reaching into the glove compartment, I pulled out a screwdriver, found the bolt, and turned it on. There it is. I removed the chip and threw it on the road. Okay, Susie. You're safe for now. I'm not sure if I'm doing the right thing. All I know is that you deserve to live, despite the atrocities of your species. I don't know how to raise you or take care of you since my programming is limited. I'm an enforcer, designed and created by the state, but from this day forward, I guess I'm your parent. I'm not sure what country you live in. I live in Canada. And whenever people think about Canada, they think about multiculturalism and and all of these incredible rights that we have. Um, And I'm very grateful. I'm grateful to God to be here. But you never really think about our rights being taken away. No, you you think about, about other countries, Middle Eastern countries around the world where where they can't practice their religion, they can't they can't do certain things. Things are changing. Hopefully not in your country, but in Canada where I live, things are changing. You can't 
say the things that you want to say or or you may be removed from social media. You're not allowed to speak your own mind. You have to sort of follow the the party line. I know that with this story we're talking about robots taking over the world and and you may think it's a huge stretch, but not really. There's certain countries where where the leaders that are supposed to be serving us, they kind of act like robots or overlords, taking away our freedom. freedom. Slowly, bit by bit. If this is happening where you live, then you need to take your own stand. You need to realize what your government is doing. Are they really for your benefit? Are they really your benefactors? Or are they against everything that you know and and that you love. Think about that. As you know, this is the final episode. I had a really great time. This was a crazy season. I'm so thankful that that you stayed with me through it all, and, and I hope that you learned something. This is not just a show just to entertain. Primarily, that's what it's for, but it's also a show to make you think in a different way, and to make you think about God's creation, the human race, and how we're not that different from each other. I know that it's so such a popular thing these days to, to divide everyone into different groups. The whites over there, the blacks over there, and the media, that's kind of what they're doing. The heart of the show is to bring everyone together. When I started the show a couple of years ago, that's what I had in mind, to bring people together. As you know, I tell stories. I tell wild, crazy, fantastic stories. But there's a heart. There's a core element. And I hope that you got that from this season. And I hope that these stories brings delight and joy and curiosity to your mind. Thank you so very much for for listening to the season. I definitely appreciate it. I appreciate all the people on Twitter that's sending me messages from the writing community, hashtag writing community. Thank you so very much. Thank you also to the voice of the podcast, Shantae. She's the one that reads all the credits. She's just incredible. And her show, Call to Action, is such a neat and incredible show. Thank you so very much, Shantae. Thank you for all of the all of the special guests, all of the the different voices that we heard. And Shantae is gonna read the credits soon and just let you know everyone that's been a part of this show. And thank you so very much for for you reading my newsletter, The Earthling Report. If you haven't subscribed to it, please do so. This this is a good way for you to keep in touch with me. As I said before, I mean, people are being erased. Take them down. People may say one little thing that's not following with the establishment and they're gone. That's why I created this podcast and also the newsletter so that if anything happens, you'll know where to find me, especially with my newsletter. To get a hold of me as well, you could always... Go on my on my Twitter feed. I'm always there at Poetic Earthlings. Thank you so, so very much. I appreciate you sticking through 
all of these episodes. Remember, show compassion to your fellow human. And I'll talk to you next season. Susie and the Enforcer, written by Dark Samaritan and produced by York Campbell. Well, this concludes Season 4. Thank you to Tiffany C. Lewis, Brent Stark, Emily Inkpen, Timothy Bryan, Alex from the Time for Your Hobby podcast, Graffiti Blue, Patrice Rostin from the Connoisseur Panda podcast, York's wife, Valrika, his son, Elijah, and last but never least, his big brother, Elvis. With a new season comes a new name for the show. Welcome to Earth Stories. It will be the same show and feed, but with a different name and cover art. Please remain subscribed and tell your friends about the show. You can still access the newsletter and all of the episodes on PoeticEarthlings.com or you can type Welcome to EarthStories.com and it will take you to the same place. Thank you for listening. I'm Shantae from CTAMarketing.biz. See you next season on Welcome to Earth Stories. Enforcer 709, what's your 1020? We can't track you on the radar.